You're a real crumb bum. Can you feel that? Can you feel what's about to happen on this field, man? So now it's fourth and 26. You want Philly food? This is Miracle in the Meadowlands, number two. And the Eagles fan. The Eagles fan. Eagles fans everywhere. This is for you. Welcome back. You are listening to the Philly Specialist and we're a little sad today. Yeah, we're we are the number one Philadelphia Union podcast in the city. <laughs> uh, we've decided to rebrand, branch out with our with our uh, our new partner, Alleviate Media. They've decided uh, not to. Uh, they said, "Don't hinge uh, a wagon to a uh, a car that uh, is going to drive over a bridge." Uh, so we are a Union podcast now. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about soccer, but, you know. It's football. It's football. Yeah. I, I, have I, you ever seen Ted Lasso? No. I've what never a seen. great show. I got to check a, it out. I hear it's great. I everything it's great. I know about football comes from Ted Lasso, but I'd like if everything I knew about being a man came from Ted Lasso because there's some serious life lessons. Going to have to check it out. Going to have to check out Ted, La- Ted Lasso. All I know about uh, soccer is from Green Street Hooligans. With uh, Great movie. Yeah, such a good movie. Such a good movie. But unfortunately, we can't live in that timeline. We have to live in the reality that we are still a Philadelphia Eagles podcast. And the Philadelphia Eagles uh, laid a big fat deuce on all of our faces. Uh, we were all sitting at For Pete's Sakes Pub in South Philadelphia. Good time. Great time. Great yeah. bar. Uh Cheap day of drinking. Yeah, I think Couldn't there were that. 39 Miller Lights on our tab when we left. <laughs> yeah, but they're half price, so you know if you if you're in the ta- in the city, you don't have anywhere to watch the game. I would highly recommend for Pete's sakes. Shout out Alleviate Media telling me to do things like that. Yes, boom. Yes, that's a double shout out to two things that I did this weekend. But uh, the bar may have been awesome, but the football game was certainly not. Where where are you at right now? Because the city is burning. Uh, the demands for Minshew. Uh, there's been about 15 different articles uh, about our quarterback, our coach. Uh, everything is on fire, and the whole world is upside down. Uh, it was a mess. I mean, it was really, really bad to see them come out. First of all, before we even get into the conversation about Hurts or, or, or anybody specific, the biggest issue, I think, was that they looked ill-prepared. And I've been one of Sirianni's biggest defenders, and I still am. I don't think, like, you know, this isn't like Nick Sirianni's going to lose his job. But they came out slow. They came out like they, like, I, it's, it's almost unfathomable, unfathomable to me that a 5-6 and six team at the time, with the kind of season that they'd had, where, like, there was discussion about the coach being fired. There was discussion about the quarterback being benched. There was discussion about getting rid of the defensive coordinator. That that team could fall into a trap game. And, like, somehow they found a way to do it in such classic Eagles fashion. You know, I just don't understand how that's possible. Yeah, they they could not get out of their own way. It seemed like any time they picked up any type of momentum – uh there was a penalty. Anytime they started to get a drive going, there was a turnover. I mean, it was just they could not figure out how to, uh, you know, beat the Giants' defense, which to me had been pretty pedestrian until that point. So I was kind of shocked to see it. And it just for me, I was watching the game the whole time just like, this is bad. This is bad. When are they, they going to turn it on? 
and like just kept waiting for them to turn it on. And towards the end, it looked like they were starting to do it. And then there was the Boston Scott fumble and the the drop touchdowns. I mean, it, it looked like they could have found a way to sneak one away from this team, and that that's what bothered me the most because it was like by far the if. Maybe the Dallas game was a little worse, but this was the worst I've seen them this year, I think, because of the opponent they were playing at the same time, taking that into account. And they just could not get out of their own way. And then when they finally had an opportunity, you know, another thing popped up with the drops who, you know, say what you will about Jalen Rager. I mean, people want his head on a post right now, and it's like, I mean, there was about a thousand other things I was pissed off about in that game by the time I got to him dropping two touchdown, uh, two touchdown passes. Yeah, Rager's Rager's problems are are more widespread than just this week. Mm-hmm. But and, and as much as like, sure, listen. At the end of the game, he had an opportunity to make a big play and change it. But we shouldn't have been in that predicament in the first place. There shouldn't have been three interceptions. There shouldn't have been the Boston Scott fumble. We shouldn't have had two touchdowns called back for from holding penalties. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's just. It was just a, as close to a complete team failure as it gets. I thought the defense was okay. I mean, they only gave, you gave up 13 points in an NFL game. That in and of itself is a good thing, but there were times where it just looked like they were getting gashed. And if the, the, the Giants' red zone offense wasn't so poor, they'd probably score more than 13. Yeah, against any functioning team, the Eagles probably lose that game by 40. I mean, four turnovers, you know, against any, any non-Daniel Jones quarterback, I think – would smoke us so it was you know not encouraging and then even like begging to have that catch from Rager I mean were you really going to feel good sitting here you know today maybe we feel a little bit better but I mean we'd probably be talking about the same things about how we how did we only beat the Giants by one on a last second touchdown yeah so I mean it's just it's just a matter of where you feel about this team coming out of it. I mean, I look back on it, and you know, I think we've we've pretty much summed up just how awful it was. But I mean, where, where are you at with this team as a whole? Where are you at moving forward? I mean, we were we were so sure they were back, and now I I don't know what to feel about Jalen Hurts. I mean, I still need to see the rest of the year. I don't think much has really changed in terms of my overall opinion in Jalen Hurts and in that I don't really see anybody in the draft class that has wowed me throughout this year. The college year is, you know, just about done. There's probably like one the bowl games and then uh the championship games and the bowl games and that's it. I mean, and I don't think anybody's gonna blow me away in these next two weeks or at the combine that makes me feel like, oh, I gotta have that guy. So I don't think that has changed in terms of sitting for another year of 2022. What has gotten louder, and I'm sure we'll talk talk uh, more at length with, is now we're back on Russell Wilson watch. Suddenly today. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it just so happens that every time the Eagles or Jalen Hurts has a bad game, I mean, the, the chatter gets so loud. But, I mean, that's exactly what we talked about last week. And what I talked about was, you know, there are still holes in Jalen Hurts' game, but winning and running for 100 yards every game will give you more time to work that out. Well, when you throw three interceptions and, you know, you guys still ran, the Eagles still ran for like 220 yards or something like that, you lose and you throw three picks, you don't get the luxury of getting developed develop as a passer. So the, the, the window for Jalen Hurts to show more closes a little bit and you know 2022 becomes more of a question mark than it was even a week ago and it just seems like every week is going to be 
what can you do to open that window so that you have the job for 2022? Because I don't think he's locked it up now after what has happened. You know, fair or not. Listen, last week even we were singing his praises and we were saying that before we can say, you know, I think what I said exactly was he may not be the guy for 10 years. Maybe we don't know if that's going to mm-hmm. be true. But if he continues to play this way, he's locked it up for 2022. He's, he gets another year. He can't play like he played last week. You know, yeah. that, it, can't be, it cannot be he has a good game or two as an outlier. Yeah, it has to be you consistent. Know? Because even when he was really good, even when he looked great, there were still you know certain issues in the passing game. But it was okay because he wasn't a detriment to the team. Last week, he was a detriment to the team. Last week, he cost us points. Last week, he hurt us bad. Yeah, yeah. He left points on the... I mean, there there, there were too many points left on the field by Jalen Hurts. and I mean, the offense as a whole. And, you know, it's when a game is that bad, when there's such a stinker, I, I, I try not to... I, I have a terrible Monday. I'm upset the whole day. And then, you know, I'm mostly hungover. And then Tuesday, I kind of... You know, I move on from it because I think that the team is closer to what it was in Denver and against New Orleans than it was uh, on on Sunday. But I don't really know what this. I still don't know what this team is moving forward. But I don't think it's that. And I'm hoping that we move on from this. I looked at Josh Allen lost to the Jaguars. The NFL is a goofy league and it's not it's not a comparison. I'm I'm just saying good teams lose to bad teams all the time. It's just the story is going to be how quickly can you turn that narrative because if you struggle against this Jets team, then we have a bigger problem, you know, and if if he even plays, but we can get into that in the news and I think we can get into Russell Wilson, but I mean coming out of how I feel about him, it's like just another obstacle, just another situation where this guy's going to have to really step up over the end of this. I don't, I don't think he has a uh, the luxury of making much more mistakes or having a game I, like that again. That's what I was just going to say. Frankly, you know, and I know you weren't making like a one-to-one comparison ability-wise about Josh Allen, but the reason that these two guys are looked at differently when Josh Allen has a bad game is because Josh Allen has proven to be a very good mm-hmm. player. We just don't know the reality of Jalen Hurts yet. We said the needle was pointed up, and we wanted to see if he can continue to do it consistently. He hasn't shown that he can be good consistently. And every time he has two or three good weeks, now we're like, okay, well, maybe he does have some, some more ability than we gave him credit for. But look what, look what New York did. You know, New York was smart. New York said, okay, we're going to do everything we can to make you throw the ball. Everything we can to make you throw the ball. They had guys abandoning, uh, just abandoning, you know, their coverages to get in his face to stop him from taking off. Mm-hmm. Like it almost at times it almost looked like they were doing like delayed spies, just like whatever they could do to make him uncomfortable and not allow him to 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 run around and create time and create space, force him to to get that ball out of his hands, and it was a big problem. He was he was inaccurate. His timing was really bad. The decision making was very poor. And, you know, if that's the blueprint, right, and it, I, ge- I guess it seems like it should have been obvious, and it probably was, but, you know, look how bad we were early in the year. Then the, then the Eagles offense evolved, and now have NFL defenses caught up, and they figured out how to stop Jalen Hurts from doing what Jalen Hurts does with his feet, and now you've got to ask him to be a passer, and he's just, is he just not able? I just don't know. Yeah. It's, it's really... You can be in this league 
you can be a quarterback who's not an elite passer but can move and can do things. But you've got to be a good enough passer. Mm-hmm. It's not like the, the opposite, the inverse isn't true. Like you, you can be a statue and still be a good quarterback in the NFL. It just, it just is true. But you can't have no passing ability. You can't f- just flip it on its head and only be able to move. You know, you can either be a statue with a good arm or a great arm, I should say, or you can be good at both. Mm-hmm. You cannot be run first. You cannot be, if you're under duress, you, you cannot lack the ability to be a good passer as a quarterback. You just can't. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. He's got to, he's, he's going to be dared to change his game again. And, and that doesn't mean that parts of his game and parts of the, the offense that was so successful can't be there because it was, I mean, we ran for 200 yards. It's, that's going to be a major part of it. But at that same time, you're going to run into situations like this where you have to, if they're going to dare you to do it, you have to take advantage of it. And I think, I, I don't know how the, the, the offense as a whole wasn't prepared for this yet. I mean, they, uh, from tape reviews I've, I've listened to, they said that this isn't what the Giants have done typically. This because week. they weren't, they didn't, it wasn't like they were selling out to stop the run in general. Yeah, yeah, no, they, they were. They were like, okay, you're going to beat me, you're going to beat me with the run, your offensive line's great, you're going to run it down our throats, okay, all I'm going to do is stop Hurts from running. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the only goal, and it derailed this offense. 200 yards on the ground meant nothing. Yeah, no, what what I'm saying is moving forward, you can still have these aspects of your offense, but when when you're dared to do something on top of that in third and fives and, and things that were, were so successful with Jalen Hurts over the last three weeks or so, um, can, can Nick Sirianni and can Jalen Hurts overcome this now and move to uh, a different different type of offense still based in the same idea of running the ball and – Frankly, I, I really don't know. I mean, it's going that, to come down to his ability. Yeah, Frank, it just is because you cannot win games in today's NFL consistently throwing for under two hundred yards every game. Yeah, you yeah. just cannot. So yeah. the question was, can Nick Sirianni's offense, can Nick Sirianni's offense led by Jalen Hurts, be good enough in the meantime while he develops into a better passer, if he develops into a better mm-hmm. passer? The answer. I think is we I think we got that answer this week that it's no that he's got to be a better passer now. He doesn't have another year. Yeah, I th- I mean I think the 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 rest of this year I mean is going you're going to have to have arrow up games for probably the balance of the year because I mean a- as good of an athlete uh, as Jalen Hurts is, I mean if you have I mean if again I keep going back to it's like I don't think he's going to throw Fifteen more interceptions over the last ne- next five weeks. Like I, I can't see that happening because of well, that would be. Yeah, that would that would almost be <laughs> that would be disastrous. That would almost be easier for me because it would be ripping the bandaid off. And then you know, twenty twenty two is the the season of you know fresh new starts. You know this this up and down season has been so difficult for me as a Jalen Hurts fan and a Jalen Hurts supporter. It's because like he'll go out and he'll he'll do things like he did in Denver. And then he'll do things like this, and it's like, who is the real Jalen Hurts? And it's, I, I mean, it's it, very possible that the real Jalen Hurts is all of these people because he would not be the first guy, and he certainly wouldn't be the first guy in Philly to be 
hot and cold and hot and cold. Everybody loves Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. We won our our first Super Bowl with Nick Foles. I love Nick Foles so much. Nick Foles is not a quarterback that I want on my team long term because that's not the nature of Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. Nick Foles is too hot and cold. Mm-hmm. He couldn't beat Mitch Trubinsky out for a job. Yeah, he, he still can't. Or well, no, now he's behind Andy Dalton and Justin Fields, but he's a third stringer now. And that's that's just as much as I love Foles, and that's been the story of his entire career. And as much as I love him, he's not a guy you can hang your hat on for. 17 games Mm -hmm. and guess what he's not the first guy of 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 that cut from that cloth either yeah you got fitz magic you got there's players like that and i i think that there's going to be where jalen hurts is going to be uh in this league for a long time and i'm not 100 percent sure where he is but i think his floor is like this goofy player that comes out you know probably starts like two games a year and they're like oh is it going to happen is this fine? Like that's his floor. Is like Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, like, it has Tyrod like a little Taylor. bit of that in him. Yeah, too. feel feel that. But it's just I, I I've this is the most I don't know I've been where it's like it was early in the season was like you got to just give him time, give him time, give him time. Then it started to look good, and now it's like I really don't know like what the next five weeks are going to look like. I mean, it's so crazy to to think about how where we were just seven days ago and where our minds were and how it is now. We got, we got, we got, got, we got fooled again a little bit, but you know what? <laughs> not, not because we're dumb. I mean, who didn't, we, who, who genuinely thought we were going to lose that game? I nah, would say, you shouldn't have. And yeah. I, and honestly, frankly, I think we're a better team than that. Oh team. yeah. I, I agree with you. That, that was something I was thinking about. I think I, I almost want to say that the Eagles lost that game as like the Giants didn't win that game. The Eagles handed it to them on a We gave them the ball four times and they only put up thirteen points. That's all the proof you need that we lost and they didn't win. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we we gave it, we coughed it up. We had opportunity after opportunity. We had touchdowns called back. We had bad interceptions. We had like it was it was a nightmare scenario for the Eagles. You saw a very ugly, bad iteration, probably the worst iteration Mm-hmm. of this current Eagles team. Like, I, I almost look at early year Eagles and this year, like early in this year versus the back end of this year, as like almost two different teams mm-hmm. because the offense has evolved so much. And I think Sirianni's like m- closer to his complete offense is what we're seeing now. Uh-huh. And so for this, the, the state of the Eagles now, this was like as bad as they get, I think. Right. So 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 moving on from, from Jalen Hurts here for a bit, um, until we ultimately have to talk. I mean, it's it's like so crazy. They might as well change their name to the Philadelphia Jalen's because we're going to talk about Jalen Rager here, and everything about this team is so centered around Jalen Hurts. It's it's kind of crazy. But Jalen Rager, where are you at after this week? What do you see his future in Philadelphia if you see one? Um, and how badly do you want a real wide receiver too? Uh. Yeah, man. I, I'm uh, the frustration with Rager is kind of at a head for me. I really, I really went to bat for him when they picked him. Um, you know, if you were if you were paying attention pre-draft, he was one of the guys they were pretty hot on. It, it really shouldn't have been a shocker that that they took him over Justin Jefferson. And, and everybody looks back with you know hindsight's twenty twenty, and everybody looks back and, and sees all the good of of Jefferson and all the bad of Rager. But the reality is. A lot of guys had him go in late first round. 
A lot of guys had him going right around there. The Eagles had met with him a few times leading up to the draft. There were questions at the time about Justin Jefferson, about his ability to play outside of the slot. Yeah. You know, so so I really went to bat for him for like a whole year. And then his, his rookie year, he had some injuries and stuff, and the team wasn't very good. It was like, okay, listen, like give the guy, give the kid a chance, like whatever. Like, but the reality of it is now we're seeing like more and more Jalen Rager, and it's just more and more disappointment. He just never really evolved as an NFL player. I don't think his skills translated well. Um, he doesn't use his his attributes well. I don't think he uses his speed well. He's not good with the ball in space. He's not a great route runner. Even though he's got all this speed, he doesn't seem to get like way open. He has some drops, and for a lot of the a lot of this year, uh, granted, I don't think Hertz has done him a lot of favors. He's yeah. had a lot of. Uh, it seems like he's always the target of like the short deep ball and stuff like that. It may just be because that's the way they use him, taking the top off. Right. But I'm trying to like compartmentalize that and say, well, what's him? What's not? Like people wanted to crucify him in the Dallas game, and that wasn't his fault. Right. People wanted to get after him in in the Niners game, and that wasn't his fault. But then you've got things like, you know, the last couple weeks they've used him where he'll get like a screen or he's punt returning and he's just like ineffective. And is there a step forward for him? I just don't know at this point. I don't think so. I think it's tough because I th- as bad as he is, he is, I, 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 I hate to say it, he's like shoulder head and shoulders above any other option as a wide receiver too. Like Quez Watkins is a good Good wide receiver three. I mean, his optimal use is probably as a field stretcher, a speed guy, you know, a, a nice piece. He can't be a wide receiver two. I, I think Jalen Rager was drafted to be, you know, wide receiver one and should be a, a really good, and he has the skill set coming out of the draft, and it's just like nothing. It's all between the ears, then. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it has to be because he, he does it because the things that he did well, he doesn't do well anymore. I mean, he was a great punt returner he in college he was a great kick returner he was dynamic in in the in the open field and it's just like you know the his father was out on twitter begging for him for better routes and he ran better you know he got better routes got open and dropped the ball so it's like what more do you want you know the philadelphia coaching staff to do you know at some point it has to be your fault and it's just like i i i don't like to look at the pick because you know i don't like the the thought process of the pick because I thought that the Eagles team at the time was so void of talent at the wide receiver that I would have been happy with like a really, really, really good Justin Jefferson slot receiver, although he was limited. Whereas this was like a home run swing. And I just think that sometimes this, this GM goes for a home run when like, I'd be perfectly happy with a single. I would be like this year, Devontae Smith was like, no-brainer, didn't have to get goofy with it, didn't have to get creative with it, and that was the right pick. But he did take a big swing, and I guess i got to give him credit. He took a big swing with Landon Dickerson. He's been a bright spot this year, so I guess you live by the sword and you die by the sword with him as your GM. The the truth about Howie is he doesn't have that much worse of a miss rate than any other GM. Wide receiver's hard. I guess that's the problem. We don't. We need wide receiver. We needed wide receiver for three years, and wide receiver is probably the highest miss rate of any draft pick. I don't really. I mean, quarterback, wide receiver are probably the top two. Yeah. You know, and 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 quarterback. You know, when you get it right, you 
you excel so high that it makes it look better. But there's a lot of missed wide receivers. Well, I don't think I don't think to your point about Rager being the best wide receiver two on this team. I don't necessarily disagree. I think it says more about the roster than it does about Jalen Rager mm-hmm. as a player, though. Oh yeah, like definitely. I think you know moving forward into next year, Rager still be on the team. Um, when's his contract? Up? He's got two after more years year? after this year. Okay, so like Rager will still be around, but you still got to bring somebody in. Rager is a three, in and out with Quez. Okay, that would be yeah, that'd be interesting. I'd like to. I mean, there's some there's some wide receiver twos coming out, and I think that this team will be greatly benefited by that. And and the one thing that I'm I feel a lot like like you talk about like the two halves of this season or looking at his two separate seasons this season. The draft is important, and it will obviously bolster this team, but I'm not, like, thinking it's going to take five years anymore, which is, like, refreshing. No, I agree with that. Because, like, that offensive line seems to be stocked for the future and for the mid, mid-range. mid I mean, they're not, they're not all young, but they have enough talent on there, and they continue to keep drafting, and they're going to be all right. You know, Milton uh, Milton Williams is flashing more and more every week. Mm-hmm. You know, the team the team is starting to turn into something that, that is getting me a little bit more excited. So all that, all that being said, I guess the biggest question is going to be, you know, going into this, you know, what are you going to use your draft resources? And I guess we have to revisit it now, you know, a month later from the first time we talked about it. Where are you at with Russ now that Russ looks the way he has the last couple of weeks? Are you willing? Are you how? How about just you know? I saw it on Twitter today. Would you rank it? Jalen Hurts, twenty twenty two. Russ, Russ, giving up two first round picks and, and plus like some maybe like a second, two two first and a second, just to say that's what you're giving up to get Russ or using one of your first round picks on a quarterback given the quarterback class. Where are you at in twenty twenty two? And I guess why. Yeah, I don't want to use a pick on a quarterback this year. That would be third for me as well. Yeah, I I'm I, I'm not interested in doing that. I just think it's just you're spinning your wheels. You're potentially wasting a pick. Um, this team's not a Super Bowl team in 2022. So, and I don't think any of these guys are coming out are going to be Super Bowl winning quarterbacks in 2024. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if that's the right move. As far as Russell Wilson goes, Russell Wilson is an incredible player who's had an incredible career. He's 33, which isn't that old anymore. And he can do a lot of things very well. I feel like he's done a good job of protecting his body. I think he's having so much trouble right now. He's still throwing with a broken finger. And he's he's kind of adapting to that and still kind of healing from that. I would give something away for Russ. I don't know if it will be two or more first-round picks. Or at least... It wouldn't be two first round picks next year. Right. Maybe if they said, give me a one in 2022 and a one in 2023, and then you got to throw a complimentary pick in, a one, a one, and a three or something, a one, a one, and a a two or something. You know what I mean? Like, but I don't want to give two of the three picks this year because I think it's such an opportunity to bolster this team that. I really just want Jalen Hurts to be good enough to at least be the starter next year. That's what I really, really want. Well, you guys heard it here first. Eric Davis said that Jalen Hurts is definitively better than Russell Wilson. And he would he would rather <laughs> no. use those picks for three Jalen Ragers and just see what would happen. 
Yeah, and, and keep Jalen Hurts. I think I'm. I think I'm in the same boat. Like I, I, I find it almost insane to say no to Russell Wilson. So, I mean, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, and I think he, he, it's the most important position. And I don't even see Jalen Hurts' ceiling. Like even in the beginning of the year, if you said Jalen Hurts' ceiling is not. Russell Wilson, I would find it hard to argue it. Now I've seen more of what he is and everything in between, and it's like, yeah, well, he'll never be prime Russ. Yeah, I, I, at that's least the, that's yeah. I guess the question: What Russ are you getting? Are you getting eighty-five percent of prime Russ? If you're getting sixty-five percent of prime Russ, well, then I, I, I don't know. Can Jalen Hurts be sixty-five percent of prime Russ with three first-round picks around him? Does, you know, that's does Russell can, Wilson make the team we have right now? a playoff or a Super Bowl contender in the next two years, three years. I guess if the it, answer if you don't think he does, right, then I don't think you should move significant assets for him. Because well, he's thirty three. By the t- if we're if we're a contender in three years, that's a thirty six year old mobile quarterback who's struggling right now with some injuries. Yeah, so I love Russell Wilson. I'm a, the, uh, the world's biggest Russell Wilson fan. I love him. Always been a big fan. So but, I, I'll, I'll, I'll answer that in a surprising way. Uh, maybe a little too optimistic, but I mean the the template of being a Super Bowl team is no longer great defense, great offense. It's great offense and opportune defenses. And can you build an offense with Russell Wilson, Miles Sanders? This offensive line, Devontae Smith, you go out and you spend big money and you do everything you can to wrestle away Chris Godwin, Dallas Goddard. Now I look at that offense and I'm like, that that's that's an offense. I mean, I did I throw in Jordan Howard there? So what you're saying to me right now, if I'm hearing you correctly, is that the biggest problem on the Eagles right now is Jalen Hurts. I think the biggest out pro- of your mouth, I'm shocked to hear it. <laughs> the biggest problem on the Eagles right now is that Jalen Hurts is not prime Russell Wilson. That would be number one top issue. I, I don't know. I I look at this team and dropping in like Russell Wilson, if Russell Wilson is 20, 20, 2020 Russell Wilson who threw 40 touchdowns and 13 interceptions, had like a 105 passer rating. I mean, it's hard not to say that that's an upgrade to Jalen Hurts. Oh, it's certainly an upgrade, yeah. And, and, and when you have that kind of – pedigree that just drops into your lap and you can go get like I'm also saying like a bona fide stud wide receiver too and Chris Godwin with with two other great pass catchers I think that team has an uh, that's to me that could be like a a Super Bowl offense the other side of the coin is like sticking with Jalen Hurts and trying to go like the Ravens route still trying to get a wide receiver too, bolstering your defense and then you have like a really really good defense and a good to very good offense. So, I mean, it's two avenues. I think it's more about your philosophy as a football, like football fan. Like what, what do you want to do? Do you want to go the chiefs route? Do you want to go the Ravens route? Do you want to go? Like, I think chiefs, Tennessee, um, the, the rate, uh, the chiefs are, are their own, you know, superpower offense, solid defense. I think of, you know, Tampa Bay, their their defense came on in the playoffs, but that was kind of what they were doing. And then, like, you have your Tennessees and your Baltimores who do it more this other way of stout defense, good running game, good quarterbacks, but, you know, not they're not like 
that level of offense that I think of when I think of the Chiefs and I think of like Tom Brady led. Yeah, I mean teams, Ryan you know? Tannehill's not Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. So, so I hear it, what you're it's, saying. It's it's, it's the, for me. It's like the problem that it's so interesting to me, and probably I don't know if this is good podcast or bad co- podcast. It's because I could see both working, and I would be happy with both. And like I, I just don't want to sell the farm for Russell Wilson and then Russ actually be cooked. That's that's the fear you have to have if you're an Eagles fan and they do pull this trigger on this trade. It's because you really I, – I don't know what – in the same way that I don't know what Jalen Hurts is, I don't know what Russell Wilson is going to be, even at 34, if this is what he looks like. So I guess we – I mean, we're going to be watching Seahawks games as intently as you're watching Eagles games if the rumor is true, which I guess buried the lead there. He did – apparently reportedly on Twitter today say he would waive his no trade clause for the Eagles. I saw that too. I don't know. I, he didn't say it himself, right? It was Chef Schefter said Schefter's, that he believes yeah. he would waive it for the Eagles. And I think that Schefter wouldn't say those things um, if he didn't believe it, which is – I just caught myself because if I just realized that if, if the Eagles beat the Jets, I'm going to say fuck. Fuck, fuck Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. I love this team. I love what it does to my brain. I, I love Russell Wilson, and I and I still think I still think like I think next year Russell Wilson will be better than he was this year. I mean, I yeah. I, I think I mean, he'll get hard, it together. I don't yeah. think he's done. I just don't know. I still don't know if it makes sense for this Eagles team in their current state to be spending big assets on trying to win right now. Because if you what it's going to cost you to get him. Like I said, if it's like a pick here, a pick next year, that's different. That's a different conversation. But if you got to give two or three of this year's first round picks, I just don't know how. I don't know if that leaves enough meat on the bone mm-hmm. for this team to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, does it make them a playoff team? Probably. Yeah, it makes their offense much improved. It makes the you know Devontae Smith gets way more opportunities. We get to see a quarterback get past his second read. So. So I, I I didn't mean it as a dig, but I'm just saying. Uh, well, but, but it so changes no, the team. Changes We're better, team. but do we beat we do we go to like the NFC Championship game and beat Tampa? No, no. Their defense would probably be enough. To are stop. we are yeah. we a better roster than the Rams? Are we no. beating Kyler Murray in Arizona? I. I that maybe shootout like you're you're playing the game of like can can Russell Wilson win a shootout for you and I I don't know I mean that's, that's if it's a, a shootout I mean we don't I mean I I don't know if Russell as much as I think Russell Wilson is great and I think he's an all-timer and I love him I don't know if Russell Wilson at the head of this current iteration of the Eagles team which will be practically the same team if we trade three first round picks mm-hmm. for him I don't know if it's good enough to beat that those elite top of the t- top of the NFC tier teams. And so for that reason, I don't know if it makes sense. Yeah. That that's kind of where I'm at with it. I, it's not enough to beat Tampa. It's not enough to beat the Rams are a little up and down, but still I think they have a good roster and a great coach. It's not enough to beat Arizona. So is it enough to beat like the Bills when they're hot? No. Yeah. So now now I'm like thinking AFC obviously, but still is it enough to beat KC when yeah. they get their shit together, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean it's it's an it it's hard, but I mean at the same time, all this turnover you you use three picks for say three great defensive players, and you go sign a wide receiver too. You go the same route. Is your defense good enough 
with this iteration of the offense to do the same thing. Maybe you're not building for 2022 in that case. Maybe that's, you're, yeah. that's exactly what I think the, the fact of the matter is, that, that they're not, they shouldn't be building to win in 2022 because they're not going to be there in 2022. 2023 and 2024, mm-hmm. with three first-round picks in the 2022 draft, they, there should be a big, fat fucking target on 2023 and 2024. That's your shot right there. You either, either you bring in a quarterback because you've got a lot of young talent and you can afford to pay a quarterback in those years, mm-hmm. or 2023, you, you fall in love with somebody and you draft them, and then 24, you're going in because you've got a lot of young guys that are still going to be on rookie deals. You can pay big money to fill the holes, and that's when you're going to be able to make a run. But I don't think that I don't think there's very many quarterbacks in this league that immediately make the Eagles a Super Bowl winning roster. Yeah, they're I mean, like they're they're just not around. It's the it's almost like you have to be better than Russ and there's probably like six quarterbacks maybe less like the Russ tier is like Better or worse, he's, like, yeah, he's, he, he's I mean, great. I he, mean, I just don't know if he's going to be great next. Uh, I, I think, I hear that, you. I think that the team may be a little closer than you think, but it would take a lot of, you know, Darius Slay to continue to play this way next year. Fletcher Cox to step up, Hargrave to step up, like whatever. I think defense, the offense is is pretty close. I think the offense is yeah. I'm, I I think the offense is like a wide receiver too. Away from being like really good, yeah. Talent like, wise, I agree with you. So, so I don't know. I, I mean, it's interesting, and it, I mean, it's going to be the talk of Philadelphia sports for you know February, March, April, all the way into the end of April because that's when. I mean, if they don't make the move, I I am going to say like I don't see it being worth it to blow use all three of them or use two of the three and one next year for like Aaron Rodgers. I think you can get like Russell for a little cheaper than Rodgers. Oh, and I don't know why I, like you know and and then it's like you've totally sold the farm and I think that there's too many holes to sell the entire farm for Rodgers and I guess I'm like building in of uh, some sort of a discount for Russ which might not even be there. Well I might I might have a, a bad understanding of the Aaron Rodgers situation because isn't he like a free agent at the end of this year or something? Isn't there like is He's I, my under, understanding was that his deal like he had an out at the end of the year. I think he has a contract that becomes very tradable after this year. And that was like it, it almost encourages him to go get traded next year. They're going to move on from him. It's an easy contract to move and then whoever takes him on will extend him and it makes it easy to extend him as well. That was my understanding. Okay. Uh so like he is tradable and I I mean Again, though, I think he has a no, uh, a, a no trade clause, and you know it's been really quiet in the Deshaun Watson front. But I'm still hands off on him. So that, well, now that the, the yeah, I don't yeah. So now it's like you know running through the list. I I don't know. I guess I'll watch tape on on these quarterbacks again. But I'm not gonna. None of these college guys are gonna. I, I think 2022 we're gonna see Jalen Hurts again. I can't I can't really picture it any other way. I am not advocating for the benching of Jalen Hurts for Gardner Minshew. <laughs> but I am going to say, if Jalen Hurts doesn't improve, they're going to look at that quarterback competition in camp very closely. Mm-hmm. In 2022? or it, Going into the 2022 season. Do you and, think that, so, so that, that's a good segue. 
I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to miss the game on Sunday. Do you think, given his ankle injury, if it's more, and I think you said it might be more serious than you think? Uh, they're leading on. Do you I think just, he I should feel play? like they're being like quiet about it. Do you think he should play, given Who? his ankle, Jalen Hurts? And I think from Jalen Hurts' perspective, I would need my ankle not to actually be attached to my body for me not to miss a game. Because if you miss a game in Philly, especially against the Jets, Gardner Minshew is going to throw a touchdown or two and look okay against the Jets because the Jets are the Jets. And it'll be hell over the bye week if if he doesn't play. So I don't know. Um. I think if he can play, he should play. He is still the QB1, and, you know, Gardner Minshew hasn't done anything to steal the job, and as bad as I think he was last week, we've seen some good, we've seen some bad. It's what we all anticipated from him, mm-hmm. so I don't think he should be benched. Um, But I do think that if Minshew has an opportunity, I don't think he's done enough for, say, the Eagles coaching staff to say, don't worry about it. Your job's 100% safe. Because if we see him come out, and listen, <laughs> Gardner Minshew's not the future of the Eagles at the quarterback position. I don't want to be like the typical, like, you know, but when he I throws back up guy. But if he throws five touchdowns against the Jets, which is like, there's a fantasy world where that exists. It's not even impossible. <laughs> <laughs> so so then, the, like, it just mucks everything up. Oh, ruins the rest because of the year. Because what happens is they go into to training camp going into 2022 with questions about the quarterback. Yeah. And they have a real quarterback competition. And the fact of the matter is, when most of what you're going to be seeing in camp is them throwing, like, that's what the focus is going to be on. It's not like they're really going to be running for their lives. They're not going to be getting hit. They're going to be in red shirts. Garner Minshew probably has a better arm than Jalen Hurts. He can probably do more. He's like today, we've seen him in his NFL career be a better passer than Jalen Hurts is. Mm-hmm. So, is there a consideration that he wins that job? Yeah, I mean, really, there just is. Yeah, and and depending, depending on what's coming out of. Uh... 2023 QB class that that may be I mean Minshew to me is like I I I know what Minshew is and I don't see him as like a a, a guy like that anything more than what he's doing right now I don't see him as like a as a quarterback one in the league I don't think he's a top 32 quarterback so no long term I agree with you I just I, I don't know I I would rather feel hope than purgatory in 2022 so i don't really that's where i'm I'm, but i mean i guess i don't know if either of either of those outcomes are like hopeless because you know if that happens that's all the proof you need that the eagles are building for 23 and 24 it should be interesting i mean like i said uh you know moving into the jets i think we're gonna shit pump them i think that jalen hurts is gonna bounce back and i think that Next week, I'm going to come in smiling and laughing because I'm going to just be insufferable again. So this the Jets is the, are really bad. Jets are really bad. Zach Ooh, Wilson bad. really bad. Hurt again. Hurt. Don't know if he's going to play. Well, the other two I think still have COVID and they're not vaccinated. So <laughs> good luck. So I mean, it's a goofy world we live in. Uh, and you know, then you get the bye. Then, then the next test will be against Washington, but I can't look past the Jets because I couldn't even look past the fucking Giants. So 
I, I don't know. Where where are you at with this game? Uh, what do you think, you know, do you, is there anything that you need to see this week to to quell your suspicion of Jalen Hurts? Or, I mean, at this point, the Jets are the Jets and it doesn't matter. No, it matters. The Giants are a bad team too. Yeah. It matters because the Jets coach is a defensive-minded guy. Mm-hmm. The team may be bad, it may be in a really poor state, and he may not be a great head coach. Salah, Salah, I don't know how to say it. But the book is out on how to beat Hurts. Uh, If nobody knew before, they know now. Mm -hmm. And you can bet your ass that he don't want to lose next week, regardless of the fact that the Jets are a dumpster fire. He don't want to lose, so he's looking for ways to beat this team. New York showed everybody, the Giants showed everybody how to do it. They're gonna beat you on the on the ground. Okay, it's fine. They're gonna they're gonna they're, they're, you can't stop Devontae Smith from getting open. All right, it's okay. We're gonna do everything we can to stop Jalen Hurts from running and make him uncomfortable to force him to pass. It's not it's not out of the realm of possibility that the Jets are gonna have the ability to do that too. Yeah. So if they hone in on that, it don't matter who you play. You could play the fucking Newman Garetti Saints. If you throw four or five picks, or, or you turn the ball over four or five times, you're, you're not going to win games. Yeah. No, I, I agree. So I think I think this is a big get-back-on-track game for both. And I don't know. I, I predict them to win and, and like, shit-pump them and just limit the mistakes and win. The uh, good thing I'll say is, like I said, they seem to come in unprepared last week. Mm-hmm. I can't, can't imagine. Happen. I can't imagine. They're not going to come out with some fire this week. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I'm, I'm op. Uh, what is it? Uh, hesitantly optimistic about this team uh, this week, and I hope that they just. Well, I need a palate cleanser. I need a. I need a shit pumping. What I'm. What way. I'm not going to do though, no matter what happens this week, is come in here and act like if we won that it wasn't the Jets. Because oh, you have no we've, chance. We've of been being fooled. Able to do that. We've been fooled a few times this year. It's fun being fooled. I'm doing it again. Mm. I'm jumping in, going down the going going in. It's, it's not fun for me. It, I, lo- I so I like it because I kind of if if I got fooled twice this season, it's two more times than I genuinely thought that uh, you know I was going to feel positivity about the season coming into it. I thought it was going to be a, a, a I guess a uh, a year full of of growing pains and and taking lumps so you know i'm i'm happy to uh to get fooled one more time Ugh, i don't want to get fooled what what are, what are we on uh i think it's time we move on to the little incidentals here ooh so the good thing about losing i fucking hate miami i hate miami they're 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 such they're they're teases they 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 got me going and then they just turned around and just said, you know what, we're going to win games we shouldn't. So, you know, right now Miami is the ninth pick in the draft, and they get to play the Giants this week, then the Jets, New Orleans, Tennessee, and um, New England. Uh, so, you know, I it's starting to look like it's going to be like three – top 20 picks which is like nothing to scoff at but still great still still good but you where, know. where are we at right now we are at pick number eight for the eagles pick okay 
number nine for the Miami pick, and okay. then number 14 for the Indy pick. And it looks like the Indy pick is, knock on wood, going to convey if they if he plays all snaps, Carson. Plays this, all snaps this, this coming week. This coming week. Yes. Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be sweet to see that happen. Yeah, that, have to worry it's going to be anymore. an exhale of all exhales yeah. for me. Well, I mean, once that happens, we don't have to even think about him anymore. Yeah, and I hope I hope I don't. I hope yeah. he never because you hate soul. him, and because I, I, I don't hate I don't him. Hate I just you know, I don't, I don't like him for not wanting to be here. But I mean, all in all, I mean that we'll probably do. We should do like a good episode of like, like in the summer. Like that'll be like a content. Worth having, I suppose. What talking about? Like a retrospective of the of the the situation, like who won the trade, like stepping back from it here, you know, after the end of this year. And we won't we, know until next year. Yeah, probably when we see what that pick turns into. Yeah, but I mean, you know, in in February it'll be fun to talk about. We're gonna have to fill the content. Yeah, yeah, and we will. Shame, shame, Banning, come over, talk about the craziest shit you've ever seen due to a drunk Eagles fan, stuff like that. Uh, what else? Uh, my fantasy start of the week is any player that's not on my team. Uh, last week I started Dallas Goddard, Devontae Smith, and Jalen Hurts on the same team. It was the worst thing I've ever done in my life. I did not have a good time. Uh, so I've been disgusted with fantasy this week. If, if you're looking for somebody like a dart throw, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to grabbing Boston Scott just in case uh, the, Miles Sanders doesn't play. I still think this Eagles team is going to run the ball well, no matter who they play and no matter who's running the ball, as long as he fucking holds on to it this time. Uh, sit of the week, I would probably sit um, anybody on my team. Yeah, I have essentially given up in fantasy this year. It hurts. I am getting... Yeah, it's slaughter knock. I got off to a good start too. I hate didn't, it. Didn't hold up. I hate it. I hate it so much. Dalvin Cook, sit him because he's hurt. He's hurt again. Yeah. Yeah. My my pick. So going into an egg bet. If the Eagles win this week, I'm eating a raw egg. I will be in front of my mother for the game this week, so eating an egg would be difficult. So I need to make it something really good. How about? How about Jalen Hurts throws three touchdowns, and I'll, I'll eat a raw egg. If the Eagles win this week, I'm eating a raw egg. If Hurts throws three tutties, raw eggs all around, I'll have one. I'll have one for that. He's got to toss them. Toss them. That means if he pitches one, does that count um, for a rushing touchdown? No. Got to be a forward pass. Okay, fair. Got to be fair. a forward pass. Fair. A, uh, anything else? What do, do we? Who was I mad at? You're a crumb. I had Jalen Jalen Rager. I had oh yeah, Jalen Rager's a crumb bum of the week. Yeah, he's gotta a be the crumb bum of the week. I have a question of the week too. Okay, this is not for you. This is for our our listeners. I'm gonna try and answer it, and we're gonna have a poll. This is a, a conversation that we've had many a time over the over the span of our friendship. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, this is bullshit. What's better, pancakes or waffles? I'm not going to tell you what I think or what Dom thinks. If you know already because you've been here for these for these fights, don't tell your friends. Just tell them to, to go answer. 
keep an eye on the Instagram. This week we'll have a we'll have a poll, and we will settle this once and for all. What's better, pancakes or waffles? It's an easy one. It's so easy. It really is so so easy. so easy. If it's you just so if you were obvious. just to pick the right one, incredibly obvious. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's a, it was was it a short one? Fifty two minutes. Uh, shortish, shortish, not that short. Last last week we went long. They're we always really, longer when we win. <laughs> they're always longer when we, we're going to have to figure out. Like my our New Year's resolution or and next year's is going to try to maintain the same energy. But at the end of the day, you know we are the Philly Specials. We are a podcast as if you are listening to two drunkards at a bar talk about the Eagles, and you know when they lose, we're fucking miserable. Speaking of special things in Philly. We are currently looking at expanding. That's why we brought on Alleviate Media, the lovely Cecily, who's helping us with our community outreach. And we are looking for new opportunities for outreach. If you guys know anybody that's interested in maybe getting on the pod, partnering with the pod, uh, we can run ads for people, you know, things like that. We're looking for local Philly businesses, local Philly hangouts that we can partner up with and, you know, kind of just grow our brand a little bit. You know, we, we appreciate you guys and, and you guys listening, but we want to, you know, blow up and act like we don't know nobody. Exactly, exactly. And then you, too, can see us walk by and we'll pretend like we don't even know who you are because we're yeah. too busy going to our Hollywood party at Noir South Street or Fat Tuesdays when we make it to the bigs. Ooh, we should drink Octane soon. <sighs> <laughs> they're so good they're i so, hate fat tuesdays though I, man. I fucking hate it there but i love octanes uh did you go to new orleans for the eagles game no i couldn't go oh man i was I, sick i i was sick too but because i was throwing up all over my hotel room with chris leonard i would like to maybe go to washington at the end of this year if if the away washington game means anything i think that's january 2nd the day after new year's i may be dead Ooh. but if i'm not dead i would make a whim decision we'll we'll see where we're at i mean let's just face it the eagles are going to kick the shit out of the jets they're going to go on a bye they're going to beat washington they're going to beat the giants bad they're going to they're going to beat the brakes off of the giants then they're going to have to play washington that's going to be the hardest game on the schedule and they're going to beat the shit out of them and then they're going to play dallas and they're going to get the wild card spot and then jalen hurts going to win the wild card game and a shocking upset, and then everybody is going to be happy. Well, I hope that happens. Well, you don't have to hope; it's etched in stone. My excitement would week, be reaching critical mass. I at want, that moment. I want at this moment it to be known that I've etched this in stone. It's going to happen. The only game the Eagles need to win for this all to happen is just this Sunday. Just needed, just needed to start. Because yeah. then two steps of it are done. Because the buy definitely is going to happen. Yo, should we get a Twitch? Uh, yeah, I'll Twitch. Like, like a like a catchphrase? No, no, the the Twitch thing. You never uh, seen nobody do that? The stream? Yeah, we should probably get a Twitch. Gaming with TPS. Yeah, yeah. I only play. Um, what Call of Duty? Uh, no, I play. I play Risk online. I'll. You would never chop you up and you risk. would you never. Kidding me? You would. You wouldn't even know what to do. You know what me. I would do to you in a game of chess? You beat me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I 
You I've been it. learning chess. I know. I know. You do I've it actually for fun. Been, I've actually been following along with the current championships of chess. Magnus Carlsen and uh, the other guy, Jan Nepomnovich. Nepomnovinsky are playing right now. Five games in a row. They've had five draws in a row. <laughs> I can tell you that That's crazy. I, I would beat the shit out of both of them. In a fist fight? Yeah. And chess. I wouldn't bet against you. I would threaten them with my body. Carlson looks chess. like he might be able to fight, though. All right, I'm going to look him up. If you guys are listening, Carlston and just Jemsi, uh, you know, come see me. Okay. J-E-T-S, Jets, Take Jets, me Jets. out to dinner. That's a, yo, what's up, baby? Take me out to dinner. Ding bong. Hey, yo. Yo, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, if we're going to say something nice about the Jets, best chant Easily. in football. There, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Nothing is so close. much fun. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they don't get to do that once this weekend because the Eagles are going to beat them They'll four, probably do five, it like to six. At kickoff. I've, I've created five different scores in my head. I'm in. Oh, what, what is the final score? Uh, 352 to 2. Or, let's be realistic, 20, 24 to 6 Eagles. 24-6 Birds. Uh, I kind of dig that. I kind of dig that. Um, I'm going to say 24 to 6 Eagles. I'm going to completely agree with you. All right. I think that's the Go exact birds. thing. That's Go Birds. Etched in stone. Thanks for listening. Go Birds. Oh, we didn't pick a song. Uh, I wonder what you're going to do. Uh, I was going to try bing, to Bing, 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 bong. Bing, 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 bong. Yeah, that one. I was trying to find the Christmas version of the Coney Island people. Fuck your life. I can't find it. Oh, I saw. Wait, hold on. Before. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, but it was a TikTok, it so I'll probably I'll probably never be able to find it. You would never be able to find it. All right. Uh, wait, well, wait. But that's why you have. Now I'm panicking because I'm going to lose my job. That oh, that's that's just it on a loop? Yeah, that shit goes hard. Oh, that's all right. I'm sorry. Well, go birds. Go birds.